0: Follow along on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Find us at Talkcast
1: Podcast. I'm looking, at the last time that uh, that you were on was October 2018.
0: Yeah, it's been a long like, time. Five years. Five years. Holy,
1: I know. Holy shit! Where does where does the time go? It's insane. Yeah, holy
0: shit! It's right, right? Yeah. It's,
1: it's like, how did you? I mean, I don't even know where to start with you, honestly. Like, how did you fare through COVID and and all that? Like, talk about a couple crazy years
0: yeah well i mean we we all were affected by that crazy time right i mean it was just nuts nuts right right? um
1: did, did you buckle down during that time and like i know you're also a writer like did you write a lot during then did you lose creativity like what was it like for you
0: you know okay so i didn't really do so i did some writing but uh and i think a lot of people can say the same thing for for what i did I, I was I did deep cleaning that I in the house that I hadn't done in like forever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I reorganized photo albums, you know, shit like that, and um, so I kind of got up to speed with all of that. Um, and I, you know, I, actually, the photo album project was really interesting because I decided to consolidate something like something like twenty three photo albums into like six. And so it made me go through, I made myself go through these pictures, right? And it was sort of like, this is your life, right? So I think that was actually really special because it made me look back Mm -hmm. at, you know, all these experiences, um, you know, childhood, previous boyfriends, my marriage, all the pets I had, all of that. And so it really was very, very interesting. Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. I mean, I made it through.
1: You know, take a yeah. little walk down memory lane and and look at all those old pictures, and it's pretty cool, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And, so that. Was and
1: cool. where do you live again?
0: I'm in Southern California. I'm in, in Los Angeles area. Right.
1: So, so you're able to kind of get out and enjoy, you know, the nature and everything around you at that time too. I'd imagine, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah that was really nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, uh there was a good friend of mine who I think it was probably April. April or May of 2020, uh, he said. He said, "You know what? Fuck this. Let's go and let's go for hikes. We'll go. We'll go on urban hikes. We'll go wherever we can possibly go, or we're not going to get caught." Yeah. And it was so much fun. It was not great. You know? oh so, I mean, obviously, you can tell I'm outside. I love being outside. This is my, uh, yeah. This is my little my balcony, and so uh, you know, it's it's very nice and lush and green, and we're having nice weather for for the end of may
1: yeah so yeah. yeah and um i read something on was it your twitter i think that you're you're learning a couple different languages when did that start
0: so i'll give you a little bit of background so i've i've had a something it's basic like almost a thousand day streak on duolingo hmm and I'm very proud of that because, you know, it just keeps me very consistent with learning Japanese and Spanish. Mm. Now, I'm half Japanese, so I have had an exposure to the language just growing up. And so I figured, you know, it'd probably be nice if I knew a little bit more Japanese. So I'm uh, just trying to brush up. But I know a lot more Spanish and I don't have a drop of Hispanic blood in my body, which is just how it is. But I... I took so much Spanish in school, grade school, high school, college. And then my, my dad was married married to my mom. And then when they got a divorce, he married uh, four more times and wives two, three, and four were full-blooded Mexican. And then his fifth wife was half Mexican, half Lebanese. So it was constantly, I was just like surrounded by people who spoke Spanish So Mm -hmm. I thought, you know, I should probably brush up. That's why Uh, I did that. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. 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 And it's another way that I can make myself kind of goal-oriented. So I like dangling a carrot in front of myself and saying, okay, this is the next thing you get to do. Yeah. Especially since I, you know, I no longer compete. Um, You know, I stopped competing in the bodybuilding world in 2014. So, you know, and I'm actually very happy that I'm retired from competing. That was, that was uh, very strenuous
1: mm. yeah you know there there was one thing Stacy the last time we talked uh that still to this day I mean I I remember it to this day that you were saying that every couple of years you promised yourself that you would do traveling and stuff yeah have you traveled yes. a whole bunch since the last time we talked
0: I kept my promise so my the promise that I made to myself in 2014 was that I would Every two years, I would visit a country I had not been to before. Yeah. I kept that promise.
1: That's right. So I totally what, kept
0: that promise. So so, and so 2018 was when we had our, our last yeah. uh, wonderful meeting. 2018, I went to the Maldives, and then I went to Thailand. Nice. And so those were new countries for me. And then in 2020, from March 5th through the 19th, of of 2020, I was in Japan, and I almost didn't make it back. Because Which was like
1: right before.
0: I know it was right there. COVID, yeah, right? so so I got back on a Thursday, and the following Monday, Shinzo Abe put a um a quarantine into effect for all Americans going into or traveling out. Like the, you couldn't leave, and you couldn't come in. And so I was like, oh shit! Like I just barely. Wow. I got back in the nick of time. Yeah. Dang. So. Yeah, but Japan was absolutely amazing. Uh, so then, last year, I went to Spain and Portugal, and then I also went back to Thailand for a second trip. Um, it was a, it was an offer I couldn't refuse. My favorite cousin said, "Hey, I'm going to go, and here's the deal." She said, "I'm going to be balling. I'm going to be in all these awesome resorts, and I'm either going to go my, my, by myself, or you can come with me." But she said, "The, the thing is, I'm going to pay for the resort, so just you know, pay for the, the flight." get your ass over there and i said fine and i did it and it was right. great it was a lot of fun yeah that's cool. yeah so
1: what's, yeah what's and planned? so next
0: year i'm so looking you at say, korea. What's planned
1: next you're going where korea. Korea. korea yeah
0: yeah but i want to go back to japan so i figure i'll go to korea and then spend maybe a couple of days in japan that's so,
1: awesome i love it I, I, yeah. I like i honestly have thought like distinctly remember you saying that last time we talked i'm like that is such a fucking cool idea such a yeah yeah. It's so great
0: i love it and i yeah i'm holding myself to it and it's great because i get to see you know different parts of the world and you know once one trip is over i'll start to think about the next country i want to go and visit so you know thus far i've been to 18 countries i plan on tacking on you know Mm -hmm. at least one new country every even numbered year something i'm going to do and um Yeah, and I have my meditation teacher to thank for that. He died at the age of 57 uh, from a brain tumor. And he told me because I said, oh, you know, I can travel whenever. And he said, no, 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 no. He said, you don't know how long you have, right? And here's the thing is I'm about to turn 57 in a little over a month. Hmm. And so I will be that same age as my friend was when he died. So I'm very, very grateful to him for Basically, kind of lighting a fire under my ass and saying, you know, quit making excuses. Just go do it. You want to see the world? Go see the world.
1: Totally, right? Like, no time like the present.
0: Yeah, because, like, okay, so, because I hear, I hear about people, they'll say, i am just, you know, I can't wait till I retire, because then I'm going to travel. Well, what if some shit happens to you where you can't, you're not as mobile, or, you know, you have health issues. What are you going to do? And then, you know, kind of.
1: You're yeah. 65, 70 and can barely get out of bed and, like, can't walk upstairs and, like, what the hell? Right. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: So, so- uh, f- from your uh, social bios, board-certified physician, we know that, mm-hmm. IFB Bikini mm-hmm. Pro, that's, you're retired now, writer, model, uh, mm-hmm. What what is an average day for you? Do you have one? I don't
0: really, I don't really have an. Average day. Um, I really don't. I mean, some days I have the doctor hat on as well as the writer hat, as well as, Mm. you know, the brand ambassador hat, as well as um, the daughter hat, the cat mom hat. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It just really all depends. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Uh, I do like the fact that I'm working in more of a supervisory role now as a physician, It's, it's more in keeping with my personality because you know, I paid, I, you know, I paid my dues. I don't want to be examining orifices all the time.
1: (laughs) Actually, (laughs) never. (laughs) Not all the time. Never.
0: Yeah. Actually I was doing, I, I was, I was working these urgent care shifts back in 2019 and it was, it was funny how it just kind of, it kind of just kind of petered out right before lockdown which was fine with me. Good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But there I was, you know, working these 12 hour shifts, examining orifices saying nasty shit that I didn't want to see. And I thought, I don't really want to do this stuff. You know, I mean, yes, I'm board certified in family practice, but I work in, you know, anti-aging medicine and, and uh, medical aesthetics. Those are more proactive uh, patient populations uh, that and I love dealing with them and uh, there's there's a lot a lot that I enjoy uh, mm-hmm. with those two those two fields. So and actually I have lockdown to thank for pushing me into more of a supervisory role. So mm-hmm. hey yeah so it worked out well.
1: Yeah. There's always a silver lining with the with the lockdown and pandemic and all that. I think the yeah. last time we talked about um, a career highlight for you for the IFBB was getting just getting your your pro card. Yeah. I'm curious on the other side, of like through writing and, and through being a, a you know a, 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 phys- a physician, like what are some of the highlights from those parts of your world?
0: For, from being a physician?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, hmm. Well, you know, I've been a physician for ooh, 22 years now. It's just so deeply ingrained in who I am and how I live my life. Mm-hmm. uh I know that I've I've been better able to establish boundaries um I yeah uh not only with patience but with what I'm willing to what I'm willing to deal with with say a practice uh you know I, I like being the boss <laughs> you know <laughs> where I can say you know this is this is how it's going to be as opposed to being sort of a lackey and you know working a shift and saying okay I put my time in so mm-hmm. I I can uh I can design I I was able to actually to to design my career as a position in recent years and that makes me feel so much more empowered mm-hmm. yeah so that's good it's great
1: that's right yeah. and so and, and for the writing part of things like I've got multiple questions, I guess, for that side. Like what are you reading right now?
0: What am I what am I writing right now? Not um not writing.
1: What are you reading?
0: Reading. Like, yeah. Okay. So,
1: you know, if you're a writer, obviously you, you must love reading. Like what what gets your what what gets you in like sitting down and I'm gonna plow through this? What do you like?
0: I have kind of random tastes in my reading material. I actually just recently picked up a book that I I first read when I was a teenager. Uh, it's a book by Aldous Huxley, who had written *Doors of Perception* and um, *Brave New World*. But his fa- the, my favorite novel of his was *After Many a Summer Dies a Swan*, and it was, it was just such a quirky novel. And I've read it probably probably four or five times over the decades. And I, yeah, and I I thought, you know what, I should, I'm going to read it again, Uh, just because it's a, it's a really interesting, it's a really interesting book. It's a really interesting jaunt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's kind of on my list. And and, and recently, I can try to think of what I read. There was, um, what is it called? The Emperor of Scent. It's a, 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 the book surrounds the story of a basically a scent guru, a, a fragrance guru. He's a scientist and he's of French descent and just his descriptions of, of different fragrances, you know, it was just fascinating to me. So mm. kind of, kind of digging that kind of stuff. Um, I've also uh, been interested in uh, books that describe like the history of certain foods but, you oh. know the, the history of the world in six glasses is one that's really good. So mm-hmm. it talks about tea, coffee. If you think about how important tea is you know mm-hmm. in our civilization, coffee, beer. and apparently so in this is interesting in ancient times, beer was was so valued, so highly valued, it was so important that men, women and children would get a beer ration. And you would think, wait, wait, why are you giving beer to a child? The water supply was often contaminated. So, at least with the beer, they knew they could get some kind of hydration in safely. So, I don't know, I, I dig stuff like that. It's just like my my scientific nerd brain just I, I just, just completely geeks out on stuff like that.
1: Right. <laughs> so. wait, wait, wait a second. Did you just say beer hydrates you? <laughs> Did I just hear that? Well,
0: that's that was their wait, thought closer. in ancient times.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: because if you if you, if you could either drink contaminated water or, right, yeah. or you could drink beer. Well, between the two, you're going to drink beer, right?
1: Yeah. yeah so, I
0: don't sense. mean, I'm sure they weren't like slugging it down and getting all wasted, drunk. Maybe they were. I don't know. <laughs> well,
1: little kids wouldn't take very much. A couple chugs and there you go. They're lightweight. Right,
0: exactly. Yeah. 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 So the, so. the last
1: time that we, we talked, we talked about your first concert that you went to. Uh, I think it was Elton John. Maybe it was.
0: I was the, my first rock concert. It wasn't okay. my very first concert. There's a whole story about that. But my uh, first rock concert was Elton John.
1: Okay. Okay. Do you, have yeah. you been to many lately? I, I know we're just kind of getting out of the pandemic and we're just kind of getting back to normal. But
0: so 2018, I know I that was the year that I saw Nothing But Thieves. I love Nothing But Thieves. Just a great, great band. band. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're fantastic. Great. Yeah. And actually, I was going to see them again. I think. Gosh, I think it was it had to have been I think it was the beginning of last year and they cancelled the tour they they decided not to come to the US for mm. you know that leg of the tour and I'm so pissed because I wanted to see them again mm. uh, so I haven't been able to get to any concerts per se but I did go to a rave <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I go. went
0: to a rave in downtown LA about uh i think it was three months ago
1: wow that was that I was
0: like, my first time it was my first time going to a rave and i thought fuck it i'm just gonna go i went with That's... two friends who were in their 30s and then another friend of mine who's 52 and we just we had a blast an amazing That's time crazy.
1: i haven't been to a rave <laughs> since i'm like 22 years old like what's going on
0: <laughs> yeah and so here yeah 2023 stacy Naito decides she's gonna go to her first rave
1: yeah awesome <laughs> I can't remember if I asked you, what was the music like in your house? Like as a, as a kid growing up, what are you, what what are your parents playing and all that?
0: Uh, well, my mom, (laughs) that's a good question. Um, so if my mom was listening to the radio, it was elevator music. Oh, it was truly elevator music. It's just ridiculous. Like, you know, um, set in 1970s orchestra, you know, like orchestra, instrumental, ugh, it was terrible. Um, But then she started, she started getting record albums, and uh, she had a small collection, so she liked, trying to remember, uh, she liked Linda Ronstadt, she Mm. liked Leo Sayer.
1: um, Leo Sayer, (laughs) wasn't that the cover where he's on the cover like this? (laughs) Like legs spread, yeah, like yeah. jumping out at you or whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Who else? Um, she liked Lou Rawls. You know, just all of her music was, when, when she got the albums, I, I didn't mind the artists, uh, you know, whose albums she, she had. They weren't terrible. They were certainly better than the elevator music that we were listening to. But obviously I didn't get any of my music influences from what I was listening to at home. And, you know, I mean, there would be like some song would come on the the radio and my mom would just get so pissed because I'd crank it up. And I actually, there's a funny story about that. There was this one time I was in high school, right? And um, the song by The Clash, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Came on. And I started doing my little, you know, new wave dancing. And I was singing to the song, singing along with the song. And my mom said, this is the stupidest song. Okay. You're going to, if you're going to stay, then stay. If you're going to, if you want to go, then go. I don't understand this stuff, this song. I said, mom, it's the coolest song. Just kind of you. you and she kept talking over it. I was like, mom.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, parents aren't supposed to like your music anyway. Right.
0: To... <sighs> yeah, well, and I was listening to, you know, Pink Floyd and Led Zeppelin and The Doors and uh, Stones and, I mean, it just, all you know, a lot of rock yeah. and it drove my mom crazy because, yeah. of course, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I cranked that dial up. <laughs> gotta go to 11. I gotta go to 11. 11 yeah. yeah Yes, it's one louder. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Do you ever get mistaken for any celebrities?
0: I wouldn't say I get mistaken for celebrities. I, I was mistaken for a celebrity when I was in my... I guess I was... Gosh, how old was I? I was 16. Mm. Um, at the time, I resembled Valerie Bertinelli.
1: No way, really. It was just
0: the way... Yeah, the way my hair was and everything. I just I re- resembled her. Mm. Uh, and someone mistook me for her but no one mistakes me for anyone uh you know not these days but people will say i look like certain you know celebrities so um catherine zeta jones is one i get that Oops, I can see and that. then um and then uh brooke burke is another one brooke yeah those are the main two that i get
1: Who's brooke burke?
0: Who's She that? was she i think that show that she had on e entertainment was it was called wild on
1: Oh, that's why! Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah. yeah so, right. but now I don't. It's not like I go to the grocery store and people mistake me for some celebrity. I think my look is probably distinctive enough. Where I don't know. I don't get. I don't get that.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Are you a big sports fan? Or are you watching the NHL playoffs? You care about any of that stuff? Baseball, basketball, football, any of that shit?
0: I, I sort of. You know, I, I hear my friends talk about it. Um, I'm definitely not really into b- baseball at all. Mm. Um, mm. Basically, I'll wait until world, the World Series and then I'll tune in. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: NHL, not really into that. Um, NBA, not really into it. Um, although, I mean, I've gone to gone to hockey games. I've gone to basketball games. Yeah, well, that's um, like,
1: that's always fun. Like, if yeah, you can go but, to the actual arena, that's fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, my the big sport for me was always football, and I just I don't know I, my interest has waned partially because the main team that I followed sorry it's for some reason now all this aircraft is coming and it, it, this never happens like so okay. the, the one day
1: right? I can't even hear it <laughs>
0: okay okay um,
1: <laughs> <hear> so
0: <laughs> um, I was a, I was a huge uh san diego chargers fan mm. and when they moved to la it kind of messed me up you know you would think oh wow station should she should be excited that her her team no. is here no change things so dramatically and and then they pretty much suck
1: anyway well, i still different. remember but that's that's yeah. not the same it's not like the same team like who cares
0: yeah i still remember back in the day it was what that 2007 They had the best record in the nfl and in in the record in the in the regular season 14 and two Hmm. they went to the playoffs they went to they they played uh against the patriots there was a 23-yard field goal uh, goal attempt to win the game it went wide right and i was so pissed just like you know it's not worth it to like invest all of my, my emotion and my energy into these games because it's just, it's wrecking me. And then I'm, I, I don't want to talk to people for a week. Cause
1: hmm.
0: you know, I get so upset. It's just, it just that, seems unreasonable.
1: That, that sounds like being a Vancouver Canucks fan.
0: Okay, <laughs> <So> <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty diehard. I was diehard like, yeah. back then.
1: All right. Steve, I'm going to ask you a couple more questions and we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up. We'll respect your time here. Um, And I don't remember if I asked you this one either. Do you think that aliens have visited Earth? You think that maybe they live among us?
0: I do. I I do think that they have visited us. Do I think they live among us? Maybe. Right? Right. Yeah.
1: There's some people that that look a little bit odd, a little bit off. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's true. Yeah, and because I'm into shows like Grimm, I kind of, oh, yeah, yeah, I could kind of see that happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Why not?
1: I, I, don't, I, I don't get the people that are like, no, no, there's, come on, there's no way they've visited. There's no way that they haven't, I think. Yeah. Well,
0: like, how do you, how do they know, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and and I think the, the last thing I want to ask of you is, and it's a, it's a tough question because most people don't even think a year down the road, but like, where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years? (sighs) Oh, Mm.
0: you know, I'm, I'm happy with where I am right now, actually. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be disappointed if i was in you know the same spot i mean i i have pretty lofty financial goals so Mm. five years you know maybe owning rental property 10 years you know um yeah i could see something like that um i don't want my own practice it's just too much work but i really i really feel that i've accomplished all the things that i've really wanted to do i'll tell you in 10 years actually i expect to be able to travel every year <laughs> instead of every even numbered year
1: <laughs> nice i was just gonna say yeah that'll, that'll be you, the thing your 10-year goal better have at least five new places on the map but maybe there's going to be 10 new places on the map
0: yeah i that that i could see i i think mm-hmm. I, I think that's feasible um you know when, when he started this whole thing nine years ago i thought just in fairness to myself uh and, and back then I wasn't in I wasn't as financially stable as I am now and so it really was a stretch for me I said okay I really have to make an effort to do this mm-hmm. um so yeah I could see I could see in 10 years being able to go you know maybe a couple trips a year and I mean I had like last year I went to three countries so I know <laughs> I can do it so yeah
1: like why not and and as far as your your website com, will you still be doing the the fitness and nutrition plans and all that for people do you think still or
0: oh yeah absolutely so you know fitness and nutrition are still very very important to me i mean i i have a home gym which of course i established uh because of lockdown and that is the gym that i work out in i i train five to seven days a week. I'm consistent about it. Um, you know, I practice what I preach and I, I love being able to help people reach, you know, their fitness goals. Uh, and then the other thing is, even though I don't compete anymore, I eat pretty damn clean, you know? So like I eat fish every day. Um, the, uh, one of my friends, who she's just someone who hangs out with me quite frequently. She always makes fun of me because she sees what I snack on and she'll just go, that is the weirdest shit ever. I snack on radishes, cucumbers, um, like seasoned seaweed. She's like, that's the weirdest shit. Like, where's the cookies and where's the chips and all that? I'm like, man, I don't really want to do that. So, right, you know, um, because I practice, uh, you know, healthy lifestyle, I, I'm still very much committed to helping others, you know, to reach their goals and to kind of. You know, if they need an overhaul, then I'd love to help them. Yeah. yeah. So,
1: but if you're yeah. eating all that shit, if you're eating cookies and and chips and all that stuff, it's pretty easy to fall off the plan. Like slippery slope. Oh yeah. Those foods.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, the the, the old adage that you, you know you are what you eat. It really it's true. You yeah. are what you eat. Yeah. So you yeah. start to notice
1: it more and more as you get older too, right? Oh yeah. Like big Absolutely. And... Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 And I mean, even with me being very stringent about my, you know, my regimen, things have happened. Things have shifted. I mean, still wear the same size clothes and all that, but stuff has shifted. (laughs) It just happens. You know, it's like your waistline's a little bit wider and then you you start to lose your butt. And then bones start creaking, joints start creaking. You go, what the hell is this?
1: I'll tell you, but, the last, like for me, the last 10, 12 years, i put on probably 30, 35 pounds, 40 pounds.
0: Thank wow. God okay. I'm
1: 6'2". And, okay. And you yeah. So you you mean... don't look at me and go like, holy crap, dude, if you knew me from high school, you'd be like, what the fuck, bro? What happened to you? I just look like a bigger guy. Okay. And
0: that's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's all
1: right. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else we got to? hit here before we wrap it up i think that's it right was there something specific i can't remember you'd mentioned something in a
0: text um god i don't even remember i mean i really Uh, honestly don't remember
1: yeah um Uh, well you're easy to find on on social media it's simply your name mm -hmm, stacy yeah um
0: yeah
1: yeah well it's great to see you again
0: Great to see you too. Can't believe it's been five years. I know, right? Don't be a stranger. Let's do this well, again in a couple of years. I was going to say, <laughs> let's,
1: let's do it before five years again.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Okay, Stacy. Yeah. well, have a great night. Thanks again for jumping on. And uh, Thanks. We'll, we'll see you online.
0: Subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, and Spotify at Toddcast Podcast.
1: Hi, my name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy, and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and re-watch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on
0: socials at BufferingCast.